Been a long time. Shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step two, step two, step two, step two. Y'all know what song that is? Hey, shout out to anybody that know that song. Listen, if you can't tell, I'm super excited that you are here. Listen, for this brand new Bible study series that we're about to begin tonight titled Get Out Your Feelings. I don't know about you, but I feel like this time of the year, as fall is like rolling in, right? And, uh, you know, the season is changing and time is going, let me see, fall forward. So time is going forward. So we're going to lose an hour. All of that stuff that's kind of going on, right? Listen, it could, it could, it could cause just your feelings, your emotions just to get a little bit out of whack. In fact, some people actually have been clinically diagnosed with what is called uh, SAD, which is seasonal depression disorder. We're not going down that 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 hole. Um, I wanna, I really wanna just kind of keep it, keep it, keep it on God, keep it with our feelings that we feel, especially around this time of the year. That is what really. That's what inspired this, this Bible study series for this fall. That's what really just kind of spoke to my heart. Um, is the truth is, if you're anything like me, sometimes you have felt feelings, um, you felt a way about something, and it stayed that way. The feeling didn't change. And then there's been other times where you felt one way one day, and then you felt another way another day. This series really is just to give you confidence and to confirm to you, listen, you're not crazy. You're not losing your mind. Maybe what you are experiencing really is just a wide range of emotions. And this study is designed so that we can understand that our emotions are from God. So this whole series, we're going to spend some time over the next few weeks tackling the core feelings that we all have feel, we all have feel, that we all have felt or those feelings that we all feel, right? Feelings like anger, feelings like fear, feelings like loneliness, feelings like guilt, feelings like hurt, feelings like joy, feelings like shame, all of that. I want you to know that God created every one of us with emotions and feelings, the ability to experience a wide range of emotions, this spectrum of feelings, this, this spectrum of emotions. And none of the none of the emotions that we feel are by accident. But God has designed us in such a way that we can, that God can use what we feel as an invitation to experience something deeper, a deeper relationship with the one that created us and gave us the feelings in the first place. So feelings when, when processed properly, allow us to know ourselves, but more importantly, feelings when processed properly allow us to know God in a more genuine and a more intimate way. Let me just say, I'm not a clinician, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a doctor, not none of that. So please understand that over the next few weeks, we're going to be dealing with the results that occur when we don't acknowledge what we're feeling or when we try to ignore or suppress what we're feeling from a biblical perspective. All right. So we'll even explore what happens when we when we leave those feelings inside of us unchecked, when we leave those feelings unresolved, those feelings of hurt or anger uh, and what that leads to and even what it robs us of. We don't realize how closely related our feelings are to to our peace of mind to our present situation, and even how closely tied to our feelings is even related to just our future selves.
Because the truth of the matter is feelings, whether healthy or unhealthy, feelings tend to control us. Feelings tend to control us. In fact, most of our responses in life is based on how we feel. Uh, don't don't look at me like that. You, you know how we do. I'm not I'm not in the mood today. I'm, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. I'm, I'm not feeling him. I'm not feeling her. We we our, our feelings tend to tend to control us, and we respond based on how we feel. So we 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 respond out of love, but we also respond out of pain. So we'll be learning how to understand these feelings and how to handle ourselves when these feelings come up. I heard it. I heard it said once that feelings aren't facts, and I believe that. But feelings, feelings can control you. So throughout throughout these next few weeks, we're going to get into some heavy stuff. And while it may feel heavy, the hope is that by the end of this study, we'll leave light. The goal by the end of the series is for us to leave empowered and with the understanding of the beauty and, and the fact that each of our feelings and emotions, um, that we can not only understand them, but we can also even just embrace them. We can we can even embrace them. Are you are you ready to get out your feelings? Let's go. Just just a, just a, just a couple more minutes tonight. We we going we going hit it and quit it. I promise. Um, but I I, I wanted I wanted to at least delve into this a little bit tonight because one of the biggest feelings, one of the biggest challenges that we face is the feeling of being hurt. Can we can we talk about hurt for just just a couple of minutes? Is that is that all right? Is that all right with you? We 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 feel these feelings of of being being hurt. That's that's the feeling I want to begin with tonight is the feeling of being being hurt. Now, now, now you ain't you ain't gonna play all up in my face. You ain't gonna sit on here and act like you ain't never been hurt before. You you ain't about to do that, right? Hurt, hurt, hurt is is one of those things that um all of us may have felt at some point in our lives. Hurt, hurt is one of those things that make your eyes well up. Hurt, hurt is one of those things that give you this uneasy feeling right here in the pit of your stomach. Hurt, hurt is one of those things that creates like a little bit of a lump in your throat. Hurt, hurt is when you're having that conversation, like you in the middle of a conversation and, and your voice starts to shake and your voice starts to crack because, because you're already beginning to feel that feeling welling up in you. Hurt is one of those things that um, if they were to ask you one more question about what you feel and maybe what you're going through, you guarantee to break down in tears. That's that's what hurt looks like. Hurt, hurt is that ache in your chest. Hurt is that that feeling when it seems like all of the blood has rushed out of your body. You you grab your heart, hoping that that will that will ease the pain or the hurt that you're feeling. But but without permission, sometimes hurt will have water beginning just to to come down your cheeks, and all of a sudden, before you can you can even catch yourself, you find yourself just just ugly crying. All of those are signs in your body letting you know that you're not okay. Even though it will be okay, something or someone has hurt you and that has caused you pain. Maybe it was a breakup. 
Maybe it was a diagnosis. Maybe it was the loss of, of someone or something that you love so deeply. Maybe it's what didn't happen for you. Maybe it's the fact that they didn't invite you. Maybe it was a parent that hurt you or the rejection that you felt when you weren't the preferred one. Truth is hurts things. Hurt, hurt sucks. It, it cuts deep. Hurt runs deep. And hurt doesn't heal on its own. And if hurt is left unchecked, it will continue to resurface and continue to resonate. I want us to look at two types of hurt tonight. And um, we're going to put up, we're going to put up, we're going to put a pause until next week because I really, I want you to come back. But the truth is we all experience hurt differently. We all experience hurt differently. Some of us are what we call stuffers. Yeah what we call stuffers and um and uh, a stuffer a stuffer tends just to stuff everything down they'll take all of the hurt they'll take all of the pain that they felt and they'll they'll just push it down that's what a stuffer does um that, that they, they 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 stuff it down a stuffer has has gotten good at sucking it up a stuffer has gotten good at at just moving on as as acting as if it didn't affect them when when truthfully um um, um it it hurts it cuts a stuffer sometimes may even show up um, and it may look like pride where they, I, I don't care about what anybody thinks. I don't care what they said about me. That's a person um, that has has learned to stuff. Let me push it down and keep it moving because, because I've been hurt. Can, can I be honest with you tonight, please? Will you let me? Um, I'm, I'm a stuffer in recovery. Yeah, I'm a stuffer in recovery, in recovery, and and because and I and and I, I'm owning that tonight that I'm a stuffer in recovery because you need to know a stuffer when you see one. Yeah, you need to you need to know a stuffer when when you see one. See a stuffer that's been hurt will say that um, they're okay when really they aren't. Uh, when you look at them, um, there uh, you ask them something, or you look at them, and you'll see their eyes beginning to kind of water up, or you'll see you'll see their you'll notice that their sentences will get a little bit shorter, or they'll just tell you, "Listen, I don't I don't want to talk about it." They'll avoid it at all cost um, because it, it it has become easy to just to just stuff it. Are you a stuffer? How long have you been stuffing? Just going along like everything is is okay when there have been times where you've been far from okay some of us have been have been stuffing since our first hurt some of us have been stuffing since childhood we've been uh from the moment that we've been accused of being too sensitive we started stuffing because we we, we realized that the only way to survive so we thought was to was to to train ourselves to be tough so we stuff and we bury any feelings trying to that that, that try to prove otherwise we say i'm good rather than acknowledging or owning the truth that that sometimes you hurt. So you've got the stuffers, and then you've got you've got the feelers. Um, you'll you'll hear people, you know, say stuff like, uh, you know, oh, sh she's a crier. Um, that's a person that shows up emotionally um, uh, with their feelings because they they're feelers. You you might be a feeler. Um, if you're known just to cry a lot, uh, whether they're sad tears, happy tears, I don't know if it's if it's sunny outside, you might you might break down in tears. You know whether you when you're angry you cry, when you're happy you cry. It's just it's just a lot of tears. That's a that's a feeler, and and feelers can sometimes get get stuck in in their feelings.
Um, as I'm a stuffer in recovery, I realize that I'm I'm finding myself somewhere in the middle between stuffing and feeling. Um, because every now and then I, I gotta have me a good cry. Listen, I gotta, I gotta have me a, a good cry. Are you are you the type of crier? Are you the type of feeler where um, you know, were you crying and it's it's you know, you you crying to the point that you know your eyes done got swollen, you snotting all everywhere, you know. Um, you know, but we gotta we gotta find that balance between feeling and stuffing we gotta we gotta find that balance between feeling 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 and 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 stuffing one of the biggest feeling stuffing dynamics in scripture is between Saul and David and we see that in Samuel chapter one I want to give you this and then we're gonna go I'm, I'm gonna see you next week but but hang around real quick I want you to get this real quick um I, I want to put this in perspective because Saul was king over the Israelites he had been king uh over the Israelites for about 20 years this is uh Samuel first Samuel and um what is documented what we know about King Saul much throughout first Samuel is he didn't do really he didn't do a great job of being the king in fact he 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 really wouldn't listen to the lord when the lord was talking to him and so eventually the lord promised a new king and this new king was going to be king david so the the reigning king was king saul and the incoming king was king david and i want you to see this feeling stuffing dynamic when we've been hurt i want you to get this tonight and um for saul it felt like just a jab because um, David looked like he was unworthy. David was this lowly farm boy from, from over there somewhere, uh, wasn't really tall, uh, had this, this really, not a really intimidating outward appearance. Um, and so he pales in comparison to, to King Saul, this established king. And uh, right off, right off the bat though, David, um, already begins to make King Saul an enemy when David goes to battle and David goes to battle when he already secure, he's begin securing all of these victories and, and all of these victories was bringing, was bringing fans. He was getting, you know, was bringing groupies. Um, the chicks was coming, trying to holler at David because David, who looked unassuming, who looked unappearing, um, was doing a whole lot better job at leading or doing a whole lot, a whole better job at serving, uh, um, was, was just the fan favorite, um, was the preferred one over Saul. And that, that hurt Saul, that, that became a problem for Saul. And, uh, in fact, we see that in the scripture where Saul began to stuff his feelings with every victory, with every win, with every accolade, with every praise that David got, it made Saul a little bit angry and made Saul more and more hurt. And I want you to get this tonight because sometimes, um, because sometimes hurt is one of those seeds that if it's left unchecked, hurt will begin to grow and fester into something bigger and bigger and bigger, which creates a whole nother issue. Sometimes our hurt can turn into bitterness. Sometimes our hurt can turn into rage, resentment, and sometimes our hurt can even turn into envy. Let me, let me show it to you right here in the text. If you got your Bibles tonight, because this is Bible study, we call it TNL, which stands for Tuesday Night Live, um, but that's really just our fresh version of Bible study. So I hope, I hope you got your Bibles with you. Um, go get it. Go get your highlighter, because I want you, to, I want you to see this dynamic of feeling hurt and stuffing hurt um, as it, as it relates to Paul and Saul. And you, 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 you tell me where you find yourself. So tonight, real quick, we got a couple of verses, just a few more minutes and we done. But first, Sam, Samuel uh, chapter 18, 
is where, where I want us to focus tonight. First Samuel chapter 18, verses six to nine. And, and it says, and it reads that after David had killed the Philistines, uh, David and his men had returned home. When David returned home in verse six, the Bible says now that women began coming out of their houses and they began to meet King Saul. Okay, so we're back now. David is coming back uh, after ha after having killed the Philistines and women are coming out of their houses to meet King Saul. Listen, though, they begin to sing songs and begin dancing and playing tambourines while the king was outside. But this is what they sang while the king is outside and David just got back. They sang a song that said Saul killed thousands of his enemies, but David has killed tens of thousands of his enemies. The reigning King Saul only killed thousands. But 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 this, this up and coming king now, um, David has now killed tens of thousands. The Bible says in verse eight of 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse eight, that, that the women chanting this, uh, that, that, that upset Paul, that upset Saul. And Saul now has become really angry. And he thought now that um, the, these women are singing that, that, that David has killed tens of thousands and I have only killed thousands of enemies. Um, it would only be a matter of time before David now takes over my kingdom. And here it is. The Bible says now in 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 9, that from that moment forward, from that moment when the women began singing about David over King Saul, the Bible says in verse 9 that Saul watched David closely from that point forward because he was jealous of him. He watched Saul watched David from that point forward closely because he was jealous of him. Saul, Saul, you need to you need to come pick up your feelings, Saul. Yeah, he watched him closely. From that day forward, I just I want to give you this um, because there are people I need you to know this, that people have their eye on you sometimes and you don't even know it. They're they're watching you. They they have what for whatever reason may have grown envious of you, envious of your call, envious of your light, envious of your of 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 your of your oil, of your anointing, of your purpose, of even just how you move. They're they're watching you, how you operate, how you respond, how you didn't respond. And for some people that are watching you closely, um, depending on depending on how uh, how they handle hurt or or whatever it is that they're dealing with, they they may be they may they may tend to be leaning on the side of of of, of Saul, where um they're watching, but they're watching, and that them watching has has crept and turned into something else. They're they're watching you, and I want to say this because it it almost makes you feel bad for Saul, doesn't it? A little bit, or 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 am I out here? all by myself um Saul's starting to feel like he he doesn't matter he's the king but these women are now singing King David's name over King Saul Saul's name and King Saul is still the reigning king he it's making him feel away he he's starting to feel like he doesn't matter it, it's it's tough when you when you feel that you haven't been seen isn't it? It's tough when when you feel like you've been overlooked. And not only is it tough, but but it hurts. And meanwhile, we have David, uh, the other king. He's all up in his feelings as well. He, he's all up in his feelings as well. And here's where I wanted to get to tonight. This is what I wanted to leave you with. Um, I want you to see, though, um, 
what David did with his hurt and the pain he felt and how David did the opposite of Saul. Both of them have now have felt hurt, but Saul did one thing with his hurt. And I want to show you tonight what David did because David turned his, his hurt into something beautiful. David turned his hurt into something melodic. Um, David did what any good creative mind does. David did what any musician does. David did what any poet does. David did what any lyricist does. He took his feelings of hurt and pain um, and he turned it into music. He he began to write the songs. Yeah, he wrote, he wrote the songs that we read today. Even in the midst of pain, even in the midst of hurt, David was able to express himself himself um and also not just what he was able to express but who he was able to express to. Many of the Psalms that we read today were written by David, where David said in Psalm chapter three, many of them, many are they that rise up against me. That's a that's a person that's been hurt. He's had some haters, many of them that rise up against me. He says, but 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 uh but you, oh Lord, listen, you've delivered me uh from, from my trouble. He even said in Psalm 23 that as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, that, that sounds like a brother that's been hurt. Listen, I'm I'm going through some stuff that's dark and it's isolating and it's lonely. But David did something. David did something uh, that I want to show you before we part real quick. I want to bring this home for you. When David did, David did something different than King Saul did when he came face to face with his hurt. For David said in, 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 in Psalm, uh, he said, listen, he said that God, I praise you. Do not be silent when wicked people, this is Psalm 109. Let me let me give you that. We, we went from Psalm uh, 23, started with uh, with Psalm 3. We went to Psalm 23 and Psalm 109, when, what David said to God when David began to feel hurt. He says that, God, I, I praise you. Even in the midst of my hurt now, I, I praise you. And verse two, he says, for wicked people have spoken evil, all evil against me. They've told lies about me. They've said evil and hateful things about me. They have attacked me for no reason. David said in verse five, I was good to them, but they repaid me with evil. I love them, but they hate me in return. I, I need you to get this tonight because David wrote this out of the hurt that he was experiencing. Now, we don't know if this was directly related to the hurt that he was experiencing from Saul. We don't know that. But what we do know is David knew who to focus on. David knew who to direct his pain and his hurt to, and he directed it to God. I want you to get this tonight because the feelings and the emotions that we've been given have been given and designed to us by God. It is our duty. It is our call now to take what we've been given and to point it back to God, the one that created us with the feelings and the emotions that we have in the first place. Listen, we're going to go a little bit deeper in this thing over the next few weeks. I hope I hope something was said that spoke to you, stuffer. I hope something was said that spoke to you tonight, feeler, that you don't have to stuff anymore. You don't have to go around just feeling, but you can direct those feelings, that, 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 that pain, that hurt, what you have been feeling. You can direct it back to God, the one that gave you those feelings and emotions in the first place. In this next phase of your life, as the seasons are changing this fall, 
Will you do something a little bit different? Will you, will you, will you no longer stuff? Will you, will you no longer only feel? But will you find the beauty and the balance of being in between? Because there are some moments where, listen, I gotta, I gotta keep it pushing. I gotta, I gotta stuff it and I gotta move. But there's also some moments where I gotta feel, I gotta stop. I gotta live in that moment and God give me whatever it is that I need to feel. I heard it said uh, this past weekend um, that uh, sometimes you've gotta, you've gotta, it was a pastor that said this, Pastor V, you've gotta bless your anger. Sometimes it's okay to feel what you need to feel, um, but what are you gonna do about what you feel? Who are you gonna turn to like an escape song? Who can I run to when I need love? Listen, I don't know what you need to feel and I don't know what you're feeling, but, but I pray that you will not be the saw of your life where you where you take that hurt and that pain and you allow it to grow and fester into resentment and bitterness and jealousy. But I pray that you'll be the David of your life or the Davidess of your life, that you will take whatever pain, whatever trauma, whatever hurt that you have felt, whatever the world has brought, whatever the enemy or the adversary has brought, and you will turn that into something beautiful and melodic, something that sings songs of Zion and not only blesses and frees you, but blesses and liberates other people the way that David did. I love you. We're out of time. God bless you. I'm going to see you here next week. Same time, same place. Don't be late. Set some stuff on fire.